0: spiritual babies, welcome to the Manifest Fire podcast with me, Sarah Louise. Here we discuss everything law of attraction, spirituality and mindset related, so get ready to live your best life. Hi everyone, welcome to episode four of Manifest Fire. Um, not much to update on this week, My editing skills have not improved, although actually there is something good to update on. I've finally managed to get the podcast to become available on Apple Podcasts. Wow. Let me tell you, it has taken a long time and it's taken me to create about 20 different emails and 20 different Apple IDs, but it's finally on there. So if Apple Podcasts is where you get your podcasts, please search Manifest Fire and like follow, subscribe, rate, what review, all of that good stuff. I'm an Android user, so like iTunes and like Apple Podcasts and Apple in general is a bit is a bit otherworldy to me. Um, but it's now available on there for all of you Apple users, which I know is like ninety nine point nine percent of people. So like I said, if that's where you get your podcast, please go and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone who reached out after last week's episode. I can't believe how many nice messages I get and how much lovely feedback. Like it's honestly so heartwarming. And now that um, the podcast is on Apple, if you can put reviews on there, I would love to share them on my Instagram. So um, yeah, do me a favour and go review me and let me know what you think on that platform. So this episode, I'm going to talk about the law of least effort, and this is also known as the law of least resistance, and it's all about how using and practising this law, the law of least effort, is the best way to have your desires manifest for you in the most easiest way. Sorry, that was a bit of a round, round the explanation, Um. So let's get into it. So the law of least effort is basically an energetic law and a behavioural hypothesis that's used in psychology that states at a very basic level, the universe, people, everything operates most naturally and most organically and most in flow when they act in a way that offers the least amount of resistance or the least expenditure of energy. So you might be thinking like, Sarah, how the fuck can we do whatever requires the least effort help me manifest my goals? Like that concept seems just to make no sense at all, right? But let me clarify, like right now at the start, before you get overexcited, least effort is not talking about like you sitting around like binge watching Netflix and getting a hundred different snacks from the fridge and only moving to like get the remote to say, yeah, I'm still watching this bitch. Like, no, that isn't what the law of least effort is about. Sorry about that, gang. I know that's a bit disappointing. But yeah, even aside from that, you may have been thinking like, you know, before you've told us that manifestation requires inspired action. So how the hell can doing less help us manifest more? So in spiritual communities, the law of least effort is considered to be the principle that when we act according to our true nature, which as we've Discussed before, another episode of the podcast. Our true nature is love. So when we act according to our true nature, when we're acting from love, we're acting in flow, or we're acting in a state of least resistance. And from this state, that's the way in which our man our desires manifest most easily. So the the spiritual teacher Deepak Chopra discusses this principle in his book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, which is a great book. I really recommend reading it if you haven't already. It's not too long either. I think I read it in like a couple of hours sessions. Sorry, can't speak there. Um, So it's a really nice, easy read to introduce you to the concept of spiritual laws and how you can begin to apply them in everyday life. And in his book... He describes the law of least effort as follows. So he says, This law is based on the fact that nature, nature's intelligence functions with effortless ease and abandoned carefreeness. This is the principle of least action, of no resistance. This is therefore the principle of harmony and love. When we learn this lesson from nature, we easily fulfill our desires. He goes on to say, If you observe nature at work, you will see that least effort is expended. Grass doesn't try to grow, it just grows. Fish don't try to swim, they just swim. Flowers don't try to bloom, they bloom. Nature's intelligence functions effortlessly, frictionlessly, God, I can't get my words out today, and spontaneously. It is non-linear, it is intuitive, holistic and nourishing. And when you are in harmony with nature, you are established in the knowledge of your true self and you can make the use of the law of the least effort. So that's how Chopra describes it in his book. And he goes on to describe it in much more detail... Um, and basically that least effort is expended by us when our actions are motivated by love, as it's our natural state to be aligned to the energy of love and all of nature is held together by this energy. So to highlight this idea, I'd like to kind of give you an example of it. Let's take an example and think about how it feels and how our energy use and feeling of our energy is affected when we take actions that are not from a place of love. So let's say you have a disagreement with like a close friend or your partner and you continue to argue with them on this particular topic and you just keep going and going and you're really disagreeing like on a fundamental black-white disagreement And you'll really keep going and trying to make your point, arguing with them, trying to make them agree with your point of view on the subject or whatever it is you're arguing about. And you go on and on and on and things get really heated. And let's say that you don't resolve it with this person. And then you spend the next couple of days like telling anyone who will listen why this person's wrong, what a stupid person they are, why they're a bad person, why they don't get your argument. And then you speak to this person again and things explode again because you're still trying to make them agree with you. So in that scenario, and I think we've all probably been in a scenario like that in friendships and probably certainly in relationships, Think about how you'd be feeling during that conflict. So you'd be angry, upset, mad, furious, livid, disappointed, sad, like maybe even heartbroken. So think about all those feelings and how that situation like ended up dragging on for days and you were telling other people about it. Thinking about all of that can you kind of begin to grasp the amount of energy that that scenario would consume from you? Like you could literally feel so drained just thinking about it. Now, the reaction in that scenario, the reaction of not backing down, of trying to hammer home your point, of telling others about it, like slagging that person off, all of those actions are based in fear, which is the opposite basis to love. And this is why so much energy is used and drained in that scenario because you were acting out of fear, not out of love, which is your true nature and the true nature of everything in the universe. So when you're acting out of fear and you're acting out of ego, that's the easiest way to waste and expend more energy than you need to. Your ego wants power and it wants control and actions driven from this place, they just waste so much energy because they're so counter to the true nature of yourself and of your soul. So if you think about how would you have reacted to that situation if if you had acted out of love, what might you have done? You might have just said, okay, let's agree to disagree. You might have still been annoyed, but you might not have gone and told every single one of your friends about that situation and continued to slag off that person and kept arguing with that person. You might have even actually said like this friendship relationship doesn't work anymore and I lovingly choose to step away from it like if it was that serious, if it was serious enough to warrant that reaction and really importantly here I want you to think about when you're thinking about actions from love especially when you're interacting with another person it's not just about what's the most loving thing for you to do for the other person it's about what's the most loving course of action that you can take for yourself So if you'd acted from love in that scenario you can really imagine the outcome as being a lot less dramatic, a lot less chaotic, a lot less all-consuming and in that way we can really begin to see and understand how acting from love expends the least amount of energy. So out of those two scenarios reacting from love that's not draining our energy, that's conserving our energy, it's not wasting energy and giving energy away to a fruitless pursuit and the more that you step into acting from love and asking yourself, how can I ask act from love in this scenario, like whatever the scenario is, this will more and more become your automatic response to things. And it will really feel great because it's aligning you with your true nature as like a beautiful cosmic being. And in that way, you can begin to see how that way of being, that way of acting from love, that is really the path of least effort. It's the path of least energy expenditure and of least resistance. So, energy from love accumulates and multiplies, returning back to you. And then you can use this energy to create. And that's why we say that the law of least effort is, you know, a really beautiful way to help us manifest the things that we desire because it's the path of least resistance. It uses the least energy and it helps us conserve our energy for creation and for manifesting our de- desires. So in his book, Chopra discusses that there are three components to the laws of least effort. And these components are acceptance, responsibility and defenselessness. So I'll briefly talk through each one of these components just so you've got like a holistic view of what the law of least e- effort is. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you my own mantra that I wrote and that I use quite literally daily around like releasing resistance and being in flow because I think it really complements this law of least effort concept beautifully so listen out for that at the end of the episode. So acceptance is the first component of the law of least effort and this means accepting everything is exactly as it should be right now in this moment. Um, Chopra in his book states that this means right now today Making a commitment to accept people, situations, circumstances and events as they are, as they occur. This means that knowing that everything is as it should be in this moment, because the whole universe is as it should be in this moment. When you struggle against the present moment... You're struggling against the whole universe. And if we're thinking like in terms of energy expenditure, struggling against the entire universe is going to like expend a shit ton of energy, obviously, isn't it? So um, you can see why that's just a ridiculous pursuit. So as you begin to try accepting the present moment exactly as it is, Chakra tells us that the acceptance needs to be total and complete. So you must just accept things as they are not as you wish them to be. This doesn't mean like that you don't necessarily want things to be different or you might not wish in the future that things would change, but your acceptance of the present, it needs to be total and complete. Excuse me. The second component of the law of least effort according to Chopra is responsibility. And this means not blaming anyone or anything for your current situation and that includes yourself. So once we've accepted the situation for what it is and we're not blaming anything or anyone for how it is, Chopra says that this opens up towards the ability to create something different, create something better from the situation and that's what he means by responsibility here and that awareness of your creative power to transform a situation that you find yourself in, that you've accepted it, that's the concept of responsibility that we're talking about here. I think this is a really interesting part as it really kind of unlocks the ability in us to kind of interpret every situation as something beautiful that we can create from. And in his book, Shapa says that this part of the law of least effort shows us that all problems contain the seeds of opportunity, and I think that's such a a beautiful phrase, isn't it, the seeds of opportunity, so I think that's like a little soundbite for you guys to take away when you're like in a shitty situation or having a bad day, thinking about this spiritual law and how, you know, just accepting things as they are, not blaming anyone, enables us to sow those seeds of opportunity to change and make something better out of the situation so I really like that one the third and final component of the law of leaf effort is defenselessness and I have to like put my teeth in to say that I used to have a lisp as a child so that's probably why So this means that your awareness of the situation and its opportunities is based in not being defensive. So essentially you have like relinquished the need to prove anything to others, you've relinquished the need to convince anyone of your point of view and let's be honest this is like something that most people love to do. 99% 99% of the time people love to be validated in their own points of view like it's validation is a real addiction isn't it so when you're grounded in defenselessness you don't need to seek approval or agreement you don't need to persuade others you instantly gain access to enormous amount of energy that you would have otherwise wasted in trying to get people to agree with you And I think we all know when we're in a state of resistance, like it does feel energetically draining and hard. So when you feel those types of feelings, ask yourself, what am I resisting in the present moment? And what am I not accepting? And take steps to begin to move from that into acceptance and into being in a state of defenselessness. So Chopra in his book tells us that being defensive and blaming others and wanting to prove points to others is us just struggling against the present moment and this is where in these scenarios our life meets resistance and once you move away from that and really begin to accept things as they are that's when you can truly enjoy the present moment that's when you align yourself with your true nature of love and that's when life begins to flow and you unlock your true creative power and your desires will manifest in perfect aligned timing and I think there's real A real simple and joyful sense of freedom in just accepting things as they are. And I think from that, like, really joyful place of acceptance, like, that's when ideas are created, that's when, you know, things move and things align. So I think I'd really encourage you know if there's any situations that you have at the moment in your life that you are struggling against or resisting just try to accept them as they are and see see how that feels and see if you can sit with those feelings and kind of what that brings up for you. So that's just my summary of the Law of Leafs effort and as I said go and check out um, the book The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success because it's a really interesting read um, just to kind of cover off in summary what we discussed, so like everything in nature flows effortlessly and it is our nature to be aligned to love, so when we act from love, releasing our attachments to outcomes and just embracing and accepting the present moment, that's when we are most in flow and that's when we unlock our manifesting superpowers. So as I mentioned before, I'm going to give you my own affirmation that I wrote, god I wrote this like over a year ago and I honestly use it nearly every day like sometimes I'd literally just say parts of it when I'm like sitting in traffic and thinking about things like I think it's a really lovely affirmation and I hope you'll enjoy it I really do think it complements this topic really well as it focuses on releasing attachments and accepting whatever is for your highest good so I'll say the affirmations now and after I say each line I will Pause. So, like, don't worry. My editing's like not really got that bad. That there's loads of pause, like long pauses. I'm just gonna pause after each line, so that you can either repeat the line out loud or say it silently to yourself. Like, depending where you are and what you're doing. I'm also going to put a post on my Instagram, which is at with Sarah, so that you can save the affirmation. I'll do a visual one, I'll do an audio one, so you can save that, and then you can use it like wherever you wish. So let's take a couple of deep breaths and then get ready to say the affirmation. And remember, I'll pause after each line so that you can say it out loud or silently to yourself. Okay, so let's go. I fully and completely accept the present moment exactly as it is right now. I lovingly release any resistance I feel in my body physically or emotionally to this situation. I release my attachments to specific outcomes. I trust in divine timing. I know that everything is always working out for me. I know that everything is aligning for my highest good always. Okay. I felt a bit vulnerable sharing that because that is quite a, a personal um, affirmation. Like I said, I broke that a year ago um, and I use that a lot. So um, I hope you guys get from something from that. Like, let me know what you think about it. Um, and yeah, that's it, my spiritual babies. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really enjoyed sharing that with you and I'd love to hear what you think. As always, please like, share, rate, review. The podcast, so that it can grow and reach more people. Come and follow me on Instagram at Manifest with Sarah. And I hope you all have a fabulous week. As always, I'm sending you loads of love and light. And yeah, bye, gorgeous gang. Love, love, love.